what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Episode 759 of Hard Factor. It is Friday, August 27th, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. I'm Will. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and special guest today, Kate Barstool, joining us to talk some Afghanistan. Um, so an unfortunate reason to have you on, Kate, but great to have you on again. Next time, yeah, thanks, something good, right? Yeah. yeah, next time, right? Please. Yeah. Who's watching the baby? Yeah, who is watching? He's, he's asleep, right? You told us he was asleep. He's also on the show tonight. He's oh, oh, here on the little cam. Have him on the baby <laughs> cam. Yeah. Uh, dot com slash hard factor news to see the baby on the <laughs> top level Patreon, right? That's the that's right. We'll blur him out. Our baby. We'll, yeah. We'll blur him out except for the top level. Um, so I'm doing the cup of coffee. We're going to get through it real quick because. I mean, basically, the only news story we're talking about today is Afghanistan. So we're gonna we're gonna get into it, uh, and then maybe some fun stuff later since it's Friday. But let's yeah, we got Florida news. man voicemails and reviews yeah. and stuff after Afghanistan. Sure, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna be in a great mood. Uh, also, hold on, wait before 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 we hop right. into that, some good news to start the show. It's the start of Pat's birthday weekend. That's right. Tomorrow wasn't gonna say anything, but well, I was tomorrow so. Saturday. So yeah, we're gonna miss it. In between shows, so happy birthday now! Happy early and, and birthday! Happy birthday on, on Monday! Oh, stop! It's okay. Yeah, stop! It's okay. <laughs> I already <laughs> gave him the speech Saturday. yesterday that it was like to soften the blow. Like I didn't plan anything and I forgot. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, a blowjob don't cost nothing. Don't have to wait. There you go. Ah, from Amazon, right? That's, that's a great gift. That's a, I'm where just kidding. I'm not gonna. I hope you forget next year too. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do the news. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Okay, so first up, the daily absor- observances, and they are uh, Banana Lover's Day. So if you're into wow. bananas, great. My wife hates uh, anything banana tasting, so not a good day for me at the house. Uh, Brother's Day. Uh, if you haven't got a brother, it's, it's your day, bros. Uh, I'm hanging Daph- with my brother today. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? Yeah, nice. we nice. get together every Brother's Day. <laughs> It's awesome. Uh, so. Daffodil Day. It's kind of a cool flower, I guess. Forgive your foe Friday. Probably that's not real good timing. Uh, just because day. Uh, kiss me day. Lyndon Baines Johnson day. Uh, pant. That's the pants guy, right? Huge mm-hmm. penis. Yeah. President yeah. with a huge dick and balls. Yeah. Give me yeah. room. We like to talk about it too. Uh, National. Speaking of huge. Speaking of huge yeah. dick. National Petroleum Day. Oh wait. Yeah. yeah jelly. Right. Right. Yes. Okay, what? Wait, slot. Yeah, so you, <laughs> yeah, so totally. You, you can totally control him up your cock. Yeah, okay. You can do that. Uh, National Pots de Creme Day. Does anyone know what that is? I don't know, I'm not cultured enough to know what Pots de Creme is. No, look, uh, something of cream. Yeah, Pots of Cream. Uh, mm-hmm. Slow Art Day. So when you, you want to take your time in art because those fast art guys are always getting getting away with it. It's uh, for tar- when a tiz is drawn. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen Tis to Florida Man Friday to see how we're going to get in trouble because we're just replacing a word with Tiz that we shouldn't be. Uh, Tarzan <laughs> Day. I don't know why he gets a day. He's That's not also real. Tis day. Uh, uh, so yeah. a chocolate pot de creme is just like a, it's like a chocolate mousse thing. French dessert. Oh, very good. That sounds great. Uh, the Duchess Who Wasn't Day. Not familiar with that story or poem or opera, um, but apparently she was like, she wasn't. She wasn't. Uh, and then mm-hmm. World Daffodil Day, in case Daffodil Day wasn't enough. And then last but not least, certainly not least, wow, World Rock, a- Paper, Scissors Day. Yeah. You guys want to do one yes. real quick? Yeah. Well, five, five way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Five way. See if anyone wins, right? Sure. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I went straight rock. No, I, I got crushed. Rock. I went rock. Oh, no, yeah, actually, like Pat, when, Pat, Pat, oh, no, wait, there's one of each. There's one Pat, of each. Yeah. So paper, we all kind paper. of win. Yeah. Let's, why don't we get Pat, Pat Kate in the finals? Okay, Pat, we'll okay, just have Pat, Pat Kate in the finals. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Remember what we practiced. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, Pat oh, wins. Pat, Pat got Pat it. Ah, damn. Fitting on, on Brother's Day, his birthday. Big, big stuff here for Pat. Today in history, hot start for Pat. In 1883, Krakatoa exploded. That was the largest volcanic eruption in recorded history. It happened in Indonesia. The explosions threw five cubic miles of earth. 50 miles into the air and then created 120 foot tsunamis that killed 36,000 people. So that's not good. Whoa. Crap. That's what terrifying. That? 1883. Man, that's like what a tidal wave should like. Remember when you that's learned scary. that a, a tidal wave is just like a really long wave and not a super tall one like we thought in the movies. Mm-hmm. That's a legit yeah. tidal wave. 120 feet. Also, yeah, it's that, a death wave. That's yeah. That plus Vesuvius, which was like very recent as well. It really kind of puts like some of the modern uh, disasters in recent as days in in history, not recent in terms of it was like B.C. Right. Right. It's like Vesuvius happened in August. Right. And it was like one of the history days. Yes. Uh, Two more days. We'll go 1955, August 27th. The Guinness Book of World Records debuted. And ever since people have been setting stupid records and employees of the GBW have had to verify things like this week. They had to verify most rolls of toilet paper paper balanced on some guy's head he had 110 yeah. rolls of toilet paper stacked on his head and set the record it's pretty impressive it's really cool. going i just hill. wrote a story for the woman with the largest mouth and oh, they oh, called yeah. it it was the they call it the gape the gape world record <laughs> i oh, don't know why and she's yeah she has a whole tiktok about her gape uh that i'm oh, sure gets a google lot of looks that. for other reasons yeah some, something yeah, google that if you're at work <laughs> Something tells me that's one where the, the Guinness Book of World Records guys uh, played rock, paper, scissors to see who would fly out for the game lady. Yeah, they, they probably competed to, to verify that record. Uh, mm-hmm. And then on August 27th, 2021, um, today, we mourn the death of at least 13 U.S. servicemen in Afghanistan at the time we were recording this and several more civilians, including children uh, and, and several more servicemen and civilians that were injured as well. So I think it's like 70 civilians, 75 civilians and hundreds of injuries uh, in Kabul, Afghanistan, by total pieces of shit that bombed, set off multiple bombs by the by the gates at the airport. Uh, and then that leads to our only news story of the day, which is Afghanistan. Thank you for joining us, Kate. We um, are cowards and not qualified really to talk about this. So, uh, yeah, they um, yeah, you guys are cowards for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no. Um, um, but yeah, um, 13 killed, um, 10 of them Marines, one Navy corpsman. I don't know who the 13th is yet. Um, servicemen and 
it could be women that no one has been identified. Yeah, Mark, They're waiting. What kind of intro is that, man? <laughs> service no, members. No. Service, service mem- members. members. Yeah. Um, they just, <laughs> they don't know. They're waiting to notify the families until the names come out. And then uh, over 90 Afghans were also killed, men, women, right. and children. Um, it was at the Abbey Gate, which there were several gates at around the airport there in Kabul. But that was the main one. And it was sort of, if you see it from a map from above, it was like a, a choke point the city of Kabul kind of comes right up against the gate and I don't know if anyone has seen images from it but just at one point soldiers were estimating there was over 10,000 people waiting outside that gate so just just a horrific scene I I saw I mean we saw obviously pictures of people piling up at the at the fence line uh but I I did see uh pictures of or a quick video of the aftermath of of the bomb and that was insane Um, yeah just people everywhere Horrible. Um, and that they believe is suicide bomber attack. And there was an, another, there was a couple others that went off throughout the city um, at this pretty much at the same time, but it was a well-coordinated attack. And I believe ISIS has taken they have, uh, responsibility yeah. for it. So yeah, there just, was, there was one at that hotel where they were airlifting people with Chinooks, right? That was like that. That was like the, you know, a few days ago and then they bombed the hotel because they maybe were trying to, you know, disrupt that operation. I don't know. Kate, yeah. you, you you said something earlier when we were talking about this uh, off the show about how strange it is to see like an attack with this many lives lost of service people because usually when there's that many folks together, someone will come along and say, "Hey, spread out, guys." But it sounds like there was extenuating circumstances. Absolutely, and well, in this case, again, you have thousands and thousands of people desperate for their lives. I mean, this is life and death. And you have these young Marines who are, these are infantry Marines. They haven't trained to be at a small gate with 10,000 people outside of it, looking at paperwork in a foreign language and deciding, you know, they're making life and death choices. They have so much going on that you have to search every single one of these people. You have to look at the paperwork. You have to do all these things. And so it takes an enormous amount of manpower at the gates. Unfortunately, it was the choke point and ISIS clearly took full advantage of that. I can't really speculate any further. I have no idea exactly how it went down, Um, but it is just a horrific loss of life. I believe this is the most service members we've lost in a single day or the second most we've lost in a single day throughout the whole, the whole war. Um, And I just wanted to read really since 2011. I just wanted to read really quick. um, Jericho Denman, he's a former army ranger and he was in Afghanistan with a nonprofit uh, this week. And he posted to his Instagram. He left the day before this happened. Um, One of the things I'd planned on writing about after I returned was the absolute unwavering, humbling work ethic of the U.S. Marines I observed operating at the airport. They were doing something they had neither joined, trained, or wanted to do, and they were living in the worst conditions I'd ever seen for a deployment. But they all showed up, executed, and didn't bitch, not one bit, to me as an outsider. They're our very best, and I couldn't complete this post without tears. These people deserve better than this, and we owe it to them to unite and see justice done. Um, It's just... So many people, so many veterans across the board, you feel it uh, kind of personally. Um, but I'm rambling. I'm not doing the yeah, story no, justice. It's it, no, it's well, tough. In, in, a, in our Discord chat, uh, there's some veterans in there. And uh, we saw one guy who got a text from somebody saying that he worked like a 72-hour shift or something uh just just to get the job done like just because he, there was he had to keep going like yeah and i'm sure a lot of people i was looking at the women that were ser- doing searches and stuff at the gate and i'm sure they they were pulled from you know you go over to do this job and you wind up doing some other job where you're needed but these were marines who just 
went to where they were needed. And from what we were hearing in the, in the days leading up to this, just absolute chaos. The, we got DMs on Zero Block 30 from Marines saying they were plucking babies out of, um, out of the wire that went around people just so desperate. They were leaving their babies uh. at the gate, like, please just take them through. Uh, and the desperation. And then I, there was, Tweets going out today that they were actually welding the gates shut for now, but the Biden administration is saying we're going to continue this mission and we're going to hunt down the people who did this and and take care of them. So all sorts of mixed messages coming through, all sorts of just. Yeah. How does that work? Doesn't it? Because it seems like once they weld the gates shut, they probably just need to like get out. Right. Or or because. But then he says that, you know, that they'll stay till the 31st and try to get as many people as possible. Right, like you said, it's a little bit of a mixed. Maybe, or well, there's several entryways, so I don't know if it was just Abbey Gate, and because with now people seeing like, oh shit, I'm totally speculating on everything here, but if they're worried about the security of the base and all that, um, but just absolutely, absolutely devastating. You mentioned another thing offline that uh, so because it's such a clusterfuck, right? People have paperwork. People are trying to get in. People who should be behind the wire inside the airport aren't able to get in. So there's been like a coalition of service people, right, uh, communicating and trying to get things done. I know like you and the Zero Block 30 people have been trying to like connect this person with that like person. Digital Dunkirk. To, to try to yeah, it's yeah. The, if you look online and hashtag digital Dunkirk, but it's thousands. It's other countries, too. But it's people. It's mainly veterans who have a connection and stayed in touch with their interpreters or other Afghan contractors who have been the one guy we were talking to his, his Afghan interpreter had all the paperwork, had everything done except for like one little signature. And since 2016 has been fighting to get that one thing so that he could finish getting his special, his special visa. And there's thousands and thousands of other stories like this because when we hired these interpreters. We often did it through contracting companies. So the U S government hired contractors who hired all these people. Well, as the war dialed down, a lot of these contracting companies completely disappeared. So when these interpreters and, and Afghan allies who did so much for us, and you should read some of the stories. Some of these guys were out there doing like infantry level shit, putting their lives on the line for our military members and keeping them safe. Um, so when they went to get their final paperwork done, these contractors had completely disappeared and there was nothing they could do about it. So they were completely left hanging. And this is not just a few, this is tens of thousands kind of in this same situation who for years and years, the guy we were talking to, he had all sorts of media coverage, senators, congressmen, and they still couldn't get this guy his special visa and his family. Like it took up until the last minute. And it's the Marines at this gate, the Abbey gate in particular is the one that through the grapevine, through the digital Dunkirk, if you can get your, your interpreter and his family to Abbey gate, send us pics through whatever app, show us what they're wearing and we'll do our best to get them through. It was these Marines, these people on the ground. This was the gate that, Again, and they have thousands of people in line and they're doing their best to help others to even know like, okay, if we get this guy through, it's going to help this veteran back home. Like, I don't know. It's just an absolutely insane, but to know that these Marines and going out there and I think this might be another part of it too. It's Afghanistan in August. The temperature gets well, well, well over a hundred degrees. There is no shade. There's no water. There's no bathroom. There's no nothing. And so many of these people are there with young children with babies with whatever like no wonder people are throwing their babies in chicken wire 
they're going to die from exposure if they don't. Um, and so there's just endless photos of the Marines slightly outside the wire, giving people water, giving them food, giving them all sorts of things, um, just pieces of cardboard to fan themselves off with. So a humanitarian side of things too, which makes this even more heartbreaking. Like this isn't your traditional infantry mission. Not and they only went, that, isn't it like, aren't we concerned? Like, obviously this is just an unbelievable tragedy. It's all anyone's been thinking about, you know, uh, speaking for us, I'm sure, obviously, for, from you, but it's not it's not over like, whether whether they welded the gates shut or not. There is very real concern for more attacks. There are still people over there, service members and uh, Afghans that helped us and American citizens uh, and and whether they're welding the gates shut or not, they're still over there and the attacks are, are being planned. So like this is like a nightmare scenario that isn't isn't over. Um, yeah, we're yeah. in the middle of it, right? Yeah. 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 And again, and the 31st is the cutoff date. Of course, the Taliban condemned the attacks, but well, who, who knows what, who knows what's true and what's what. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and again, that welding the gate shut, that was an, an official journalist I saw saying that, but yeah, that right. could be hearsay, but you know, but they're still going to uh, plan attacks, whether the gates are welded or not. They're talking about rockets, well, car I, bombs, other like, I think the other thing that's super interesting is, is you were talking about what happens when, unfortunately, you know, the worst case scenario happens, someone dies, that they shut down communication for the troops, right? Because there's not really, you don't want it to get back to a family member that someone has died before they're officially told, right? I wonder how that'll affect the digital Dunkirk, right? Because essentially, like, it's falling on the troops to actually, like, get some of these people that need to be on the other side through, uh, not from official command. And and I wonder if they'll be able to do that, or if their communication will be shut down. At this point, I'm sure those efforts, uh, that's going, that whole system is going to change drastically after, after what happened, um, yesterday. Right. And so I, I don't know if that's even on their minds at the moment. So yeah, I don't know, but it used to be, again, I don't know what the protocol is anymore. I've, I've been out for a while now, but it used to be the most important thing was making sure that, that they told the family before it got to the media because God forbid you're the family at home watching TV and you see that before. Right. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the Marines. The Marines uh, tweet that they're not going to give out any information until 24 hours after the last family's been informed. But there's right. good news about the digital Dunkirk. The, the government took care of it, right? They sent over a list of all the names to the Taliban that they wanted. Oh yeah, what that's the fuck. Yeah, that's that a was a calling it a kill list. Some people. Yeah, basically, uh, th- this t- this is probably the worst analogy for this situation ever, and I'm not making less of it. But do you remember when? The Rolling Stones had a concert and they hired the Hells Angels to do security. And then people got, <laughs> um, mm, yeah. I kind of thought about that. They were lying on the Taliban to be they've made a deal like, OK, you guys kind of have the outer perimeter then to make sure right. people. And they're like, absolutely. We're letting people through. It's fine. Um, and including so, ISIS-K. Like <laughs> inclu- yeah, including an ISIS suicide bombers, apparently. Um, but yeah, there, that story came out in Politico. I don't know if anybody has that story pulled up. Um, I don't know the exact details of it. Right. So it was basically, uh, there was three congressional offices that leaked it to Politico that in a debrief with the executive team, I don't know, like if it's DOD or what, somebody from, uh, the executive branch, uh, they shared that they had given that like list of names to the Taliban. First and last name of yeah. uh, U.S. citizens and Afghans that have helped us that we want to get through the airport. Mm. I mean, what a bonehead fucking play. 
dude. What a well, bonehead play. Also that, and and then and then you know, there's a lot of second guessing about uh, the Bagram uh, Air Force Base uh, and why why that was abandoned and not retaken. And then it just in general, like you know, Marines shouldn't be processing people's visa paperwork. Like in general, just how flat footed we got caught in this whole situation. Yeah. Well, I think a you know, I, right now too, it's even killing me seeing all the all the politicians online right now before the families are even fully notified, just pointing fingers and placing blame and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I do think a huge part of this falls on the State Department's failure to hold contractors accountable mm. five, ten, whatever many years ago. These huge crowds don't didn't have to be here. These visas and all so this that, stuff could have been taken care paperwork. of. Right, okay. Just stupid bureaucracy and dumb bullshit like that got so much of this could have been avoided throughout each administration. It falls on every single one of them. Right. Um, enormous you amount. Everybody was, was fucking up the paperwork the whole time. And then this but is, but they the got outlook. paid. They, well, they like, all got rich. Why did, yeah. why did they have to do the job to completion? Why isn't it something like if you're, if you show up to work day one, shouldn't you get the stamp? Like what, like what are they waiting for? It's just the con that like uh, what Kate was saying, I think is that those contractors, like they, they literally, they got the contracts. They, Spent the money on the on the people who helped uh, the military, and then they literally disbanded. Like they don't Before exist anymore. Before finishing, yeah. the, the like that, they're the just lines. gone. Like, no, but also this war has been going on for twenty years. You have to imagine. So a lot of these guys, like they're they probably are totally in a different industry now. They like don't. Oh even no, they're do. gone. I get it, but yeah, like, why like, didn't they before they dissolved or earlier? Well, the just, government needs a needs yeah. a workaround for that, right? Like you, you, you know, there's got to yeah. be huge changes made. Who in the hell is going to want to work with us in the future? It's a national. No this blunder is a national security issue. True. Truly, because right, who sure. who will look at this and think, yeah, yeah, I'll help them in the future. Um, and mm. there was one other thing I wanted to touch on, but my brain is truly well, like scrambled. <laughs> I have a, I have a this, question. Huh? Yeah. I have a question, Kate. So I know you've already kind of touched on it and I don't want to take away from the events of what's happening today. They're terrible. But, um, you know, when this all started, I'm, I don't I don't know how connected you are still with, you know, uh, Marines and, and people that are over there groups. But, you know, um, and you already mentioned some of the, you know, the bureaucracy that got in the way of this whole process. But what's kind of the sentiment amongst, you know, people that have served Marines like, you know, when they saw the process happening, you know, were there were there people saying, I can't believe they're doing it this way or they should have done it this way or we could have done this. We could have done that. Like, what's the overall kind of, you know, anger, um, you know, uh, uh, betrayal? What's what's kind of like, you know, the, the overall sentiment from you guys? I mean, I was going back through today and reading old uh, journalists had reached out to me asking, you know, for a story on something and to triple fact check because it's been 10 years since I was there and I'm like let me triple fact check and I found an old article where I'm giving quotes kind of saying like man I'm a young Lance Corporal in this article and I'm saying man what we're doing is kind of futile <laughs> Ooh, like this isn't mm. sustainable really this Ten isn't working out ago. like wow. and this was 10 years ago and I was saying that and even the commander is interviewed in the story too and he's saying well the Taliban's still everywhere they're just kind of biding their time and waiting it was like mm. we always all knew this was not going to be a good ending. There was no winning this. And yet it continued for 20 years somehow. I don't know. It's I'm still trying to compartmentalize it and wrap my head around it. I've gotten, you know, every veteran is different and feels differently, but I've gotten so many messages from service members on all sides of the political fence going, we were at the bottom and we called this like, Nobody yeah, right. was listening to us How for 20 years, it? as we said. Yeah. And we were well, wondering. Especially like, the last 10 after um, 
you know, Bin Laden was taken out. Right. So uh, like that makes it really hard to understand the last 10. And I went, I was back after Bin Laden was killed in 2012. I was in Afghanistan and it's funny. You pass these messages up from the bottom. You see one thing, this is not working. And then you see the higher ups talking to the media saying, we turned a corner. Everything's going great. We just need another year. In 2012, the big news was the drawdown. We're drawing down, drawing down, drawing down. Well, where I was at, they were building new buildings everywhere, spending millions of dollars continuing to build up the base. And you're going, well, they're telling the media something totally different than what they're doing. Um, yeah, just- you know, it, it, with 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 that, I do question about, you know, sort of the, the economics of the war in Afghanistan. You know, what 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 was what was the reason that, that we had to stay so long and how how much of that is tied to, the, to all those people that made so much money? over the course of the war, you know, and that's just sad to think that if that would be the reason why we'd be doing something like that. Yeah, I don't want to be like tinfoil hat, Katie, but it makes me angry looking at um, stories coming out about I see this congressman online saying we need to get back in there with blah, blah, blah. And you find out, well, he's made 25 million off his private contracting firm. Oh, yeah. How is this guy allowed to be a fucking yeah. congressman? Got a lot of Raytheon stock, probably. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, you look, we're going to get back in there. I mean, this administration said for the for these attacks today that they're going to get revenge. They're going to f- kill them. Uh, and could that be by drone, or is that you think that needs to be boots on the ground? Like kind of implied you, drone in his speech, yeah. I thought. But. I mean, guys, that's that's a really interesting question, which begs like a much larger question, right? Which is like today, I felt the way, and I think a lot of America felt the way that we felt, not to the same degree, but the same type of pain. When September 11th happened, right? Yeah, when, angry. When, when someone killed our people, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, was, uh, yeah, what w- that led us down a rabbit hole of occupying this country in a weird way, and lots of d- lots of decisions were made. A lot of them poor. Uh, it, it's it, but like it's also almost like solidifies why the fuck we need to get out of the Middle East or any. We can't be occupying any place where there's Islamic extremism because yeah. it's just it's so contrary to our way of life. And it's so devastating. And there's almost no way to fucking beat it with violence. You know, I, like, it, you know, what are we going to do? We're, we're going to chase them down. So and then what? And then it's what? Not, I don't know. It's kill them. Please. It's not but. like it's not like the time to to even consider it because it's the time to mourn. Right. But like, I think that well, a lot to of get social, everybody out safely. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to think about dead. like how you're going to attack yeah. somebody when you're yet. still evacuating. Right. Like we're like, it's not even we close still to have to get these people out. But I think it's more than America that's afraid of of this extremists isis k there's central europe a lot of countries in europe we're talking about you know if you if you if you give them too much if you give the fire too much oxygen and all these cells pop back up there's going to be attacks in in, in a number of countries uh down the road well of course but you know like does that mean that america needs to hold afghanistan for forever i'm not saying right like i mean no no, i don't think particularly not unless they have oil i don't think we'll get to it i wouldn't mind if we drone the shit out of them eventually yeah it's it, it's a tough question, but, yeah. you know, like, I, I think that uh, certainly the last administration and this administration, they want to end the war. I think most Americans would like to not have an active war going on in Afghanistan. Sure. The, the uh, Iraq war also, you know, closing up. So, like, I think that most people feel like, yeah, like, let's not focus so much energy and money on bombing the Middle East. But. But, you know, when when the withdrawal goes this poorly, it gives the ammo to the people that Kate's talking about who are like war hawking, you know, like, 
let's ramp it back up, you know, like, so, so it just sucks all around. It's just terrible. Well, the thing is too, that I don't know if I'll be able to articulate this. All the politicians jump on things like this immediately and they use the dead troops for clout for whatever. I can promise you not a single Marine sitting in the smoke pit tonight, sobbing with their buddies is talking politics is talking about their representative or this or that they're just fucking heartbroken um, and have just experienced a trauma that we can't even imagine. And these guys and, and gals are back home in their comfy ass houses on Twitter talking all, all sorts of big game about the troops when they actually really truly don't give a fuck. Um, and that is one of the most infuriating things to me. Um, these troops, um, 13 were killed 18 injured and again, 90 Afghans, they had to deal. I'm just thinking of the troops that had to deal with the aftermath of that. It wasn't like it just happened. And then they all got to go inside the, right, the airport and be fine. Clean, clean that up. Yeah, They had to tr- triage. I mean, I just can't even imagine what they went through. And so it's also really infuriating to see all these pol- politicians on both sides running their mouths when that's the last thing on these troops' minds tonight. It's like, hey, give it a fucking day, fucking assholes. Like, give it a fucking day. Everything, like, everything they, in they DC just, is about will, spin will. and optics. They never and will. It, 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 yeah, and everything's used as a political football. You know, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter how fucking degrading or, or disgusting it is. Politicians have no bottom. They will, they will, they will, they will use it as fuel to, to art, you know, for their yeah. arguments. Like never Sad. once when we lost somebody, did we sit around placing blame on politicians? Like we just, the Marines just do what they do for the Marine to their left and their right. And that's what they were doing in this case. And once again, politicians are going to use it. I'm like going tinfoil hat Katie on everybody, but it just, I just scrolling around and seeing what our leaders, how they were all handling it today was. That's not tinfoil hat. No, no, it was a mess. Thursday was a mess. One one of the all time days for people that said shit that they will probably regret the next day. Yeah. And a lot of them were politicians. A lot of them, a lot of them. And it's shameful. It's disgusting, but Anyway, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah. Hey, so um, next time, we have Kate, just practice uh, some mouth exercises. We'll try to get you the Gape Award for Guinness Book of World Records next time live on the show. I'll do my uh, part. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Well, uh, Pat, no, I would like to, uh, you know, Mark Mark was saying this before the show. I mean, congrats, uh, Pat. Thank you for uh, comforting a service member. That's oh, right. Fuck the, whatever. Don't thank me. I mean, I, that's the most any of the four of us have done. So, yeah, Kate, I wrote a lot for Afghanistan, not knowing if you're going to come on. And I had one joke and I basically said, uh, you know, the point of hard factor is I don't want to speak for the other host, but it's to it's to make people laugh bright in their day. Deliver the news like a service of delivering some some lighthearted journalism. Not nothing's too serious, but enough to keep people informed. But the main thing for me is to make people laugh. And you can do that with like 99 percent of stories. But sometimes you just can't like with this one. There's just there's no there is no spinning it. There's no making it light. There's no trying to. I had one joke written in 15 paragraphs and I said, 
I, you know, like I, I'm there's millions of people more qualified than me because I'm a coward. And to I, tell I, the I, joke, I, I agree. No, 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 not. There's very <laughs> few of those. Uh, it's uh, to um, to because to, I, I, I'm a coward. I want I would never serve the country. You know, I, I, I didn't serve the country. I haven't served the country. And so there's millions of people more qualified me, than me and the host. But Pat's at least fucking a vet. So that's good journalism. And uh, by Pat and, and he's closest that we got. So thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, it's my baby. Oh, he's not mama. fucking me. Oh. <laughs> well, it's been a while. <laughs> Is there another vet on the show? I living with a vet. Hey, it's birthday week. Change it's birthday weekend. It's trying to fuck a vet. It's gonna turn around this hey, week. We got I a big, beautiful it. baby. I don't need sex. <laughs> yeah, you can you can prove it. you did it once. It's true. Well, fellas, well, thank this has you. been thank you, really deflating. Though. Oh, come on. Well, do you want to do you want to stick around for a story about a man who? Uh... No, thank okay. you guys. No. Have a good Friday, everybody. Um... Thanks, Kate. Yeah, Bye. thank you, Kate. So- sorry. Uh, hope hope it wraps up quick. Been a tough couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you to Kate. I mean, thank you, Pat, for uh, bringing your oh your, uh, man, baby mama, on. Happy to have her it's, anytime. It's tough. Um, that today was tough for everyone. Uh, today, what, tomorrow. What, what was her deployment? She was. She was. Uh, Pat, do you know the, the dates offhand? Uh, uh, she said 2012, uh, right? One yeah, of them. 2011, 2012. She went twice. Two times. Yep. So, I guess once before Osama was down. Once after. So. Shout out to all the troops and all the troops. Too families. too many. Um. Uh. So we got to move on with the show. We got to do some business. It. Uh. It has been a tough week. Probably a lot of people are feeling down. And like Pat mentioned yesterday, there's a, a pretty cool life hack to the blues, and that's listening to music. Mm. Uh, I know I will be listening to a lot of music this weekend on loud. And let me tell you right now, the best way to listen to music on any volume, but specifically loud, is with Raycon wireless headphones. Uh, Raycons come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. They fit perfectly. Uh, Raycons have a 32-hour battery life. Like Mine's still charged like this whole week. It was charged the whole fuck, fucking week. Like I, It's ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. The you whole never week. have to charge the Raycons. Yeah. It's like a once-a-week charge. It's yeah. insane. The, the other the other guys you got to do like once a day. Um, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. Mm-hmm. They start at half the price of other premium audio uh, brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you uh, really can't lose. Give them a try. You'll see what I mean. Uh, create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash hardfactor. That's buyraycon.com slash hardfactor to see 15% on Raycon's. Uh, but Raycon, uh, by Raycon, uh, R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash hard factor. Heck yeah. Love it. Um, well, yeah, let, let me let me switch. Let me switch and take us to Georgia. Let's go back to Afghanistan. Switch and gears. Let me take us to Georgia. <laughs> Unbutton the you shirt. You guys come to Georgia with me real quick? Love yeah. Yes. Right yes. on down to Georgia. Okay. Not story. that Georgia. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, with a little bit more levity. Great Georgia joke. Uh, two Georgias, one state, <laughs> one country. Georgia on your mind? Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I always got Georgia on my mind, baby. Um, a manhunt ended uh, yesterday when 23-year-old Georgia man, Ken John Griffin, turned himself in after evading police uh, with a stolen hearse that he grabbed from a crematory parking lot on uh on wednesday 
So interesting. Story. They're always yeah. leaving keys and hearses and stuff. I don't know what the deal really? is. Yeah. No one's going to take it. No one's going to steal yeah. it. Yeah. No, you know, like they should guard those because ever since I watched the Ghostbusters as a kid, I thought it would be cool to steal a hearse and turn it into something. Yeah, paint it white, get some decals, put some, mm-hmm. put a siren on it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention Bad Boys too. Yeah, bust some ghosts. Oh, that's the same trick in there? Well, they put, yeah, they're stealing hearses and they got, they smuggle the, the ecstasy in the Oh, lot. that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great movie plot. This one could have been a movie, too. The story didn't really say if Kijan stole the hearse in order to continue evading police or if he stole the hearse and that's why police were chasing him. But the reason why isn't really important. What is important to y'all is that Kijan was speeding away from the crematory and he must have really been flooring it because a dead body that was on a gurney rolled out of the hatchback of the hearse and right at police that were chasing him. <laughs> such a that's no such way. an awesome tactic yeah. to do on a run when you're on the run. Throw a dead body. I mean, I imagine <laughs> what could have happened. Like, does yeah. the hearse have a button, like a dump <laughs> buddy bu- body button that opens <laughs> the hatchback? It's got a hatch shake in the car. Yeah. yeah, that's like the ultimate. Mar- they need to make a hearse Mario Kart cart. Oh it's yeah, be like a special one. Body instead of bananas. Skeletons out the back. Yeah, instead of bananas. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, lots of lots of cars have like a hatchback button, like mine does, but it doesn't engage while I'm driving. You think because a hearse is like a custom vehicle, maybe they they maybe yeah. I, I, I couldn't see. Yeah, I guess if you, if you had a one that really popped open, but you'd have to get some pop though. It, you know, would be really intense is if you did the double pop so you pop out the coffin but there's a, a, a button to pop the coffin open so that it's still oh, wow. body jumps out a little bit open coffin that's some james bond shit right there yeah kijan was running from the police take a lot of planning uh that wasn't on the yeah. table today police said personnel on site were able to safely secure the body tough gig uh <laughs> So, yeah, police hunted um, for uh, K. John for a whole night, I guess. Um, See, after he got away or out of the crematory parking lot, he he blew a tire on I-20 and the van (laughs) stopped. uh, And I guess he hit a couple vehicles on the way, too. He was just kind of like he was on tilt Uh, and uh, he got out on foot and started running into the woods, at which point the cops said, man, we got this guy dead to rights. But they didn't, and he slipped away. So the DeKalb County Police Department uh, brought in canine units and a hero unit, which I think is a helicopter unit, secured the perimeter. Uh, But Kijan lived to crime another day, and uh, Stu Henderson, the owner of the van, uh, and Stan Henderson, I guess it's Stu and Stan Henderson, uh, Stu and Stan and Sons Mortuary in Stockbridge, (laughs) told Fox 5 Atlanta, it's ridiculous that the dead can't even rest. He was really upset for the dead body. <laughs> That's not how he sounded. I well, how do you know, bro? I just have a guess. It was a quote in a newspaper, so <laughs> I'm gonna put my own my own spin on it. Won't they let the dead rest? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous that the dead can't even rest. Yeah. Little spider <laughs> crawls across his face. <laughs> Come down to Stew and Stan. <laughs> this is a great ad for them, really. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's pretty good. They should they should cut that. Um, this was one of the <laughs> best internet comments I've ever seen. Uh, let's take it to the internet real okay. quick, guys. Uh, L Rod says, "Let me guess: the coffin rolled down the hill into the drugstore, hit the counter, and the dead guy asked the pharmacist, got anything to stop this coffin?'" <laughs> <laughs> Elrod. 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 That's good. He's having some fun. He backed into that joke. 
<laughs> El Rod is also that's that's uh, Spanish for the rod. Um, it was yeah. two 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 words. El Rod wasn't like one name. Big time. Yeah. The Rod guys. Uh, El Rod definitely goes by El Rod in public. Hundred. El Rod's <laughs> a joke specialist, guys. Yeah. And there's a specialist for just about everything, right? You got El Rod when you need a joke. When my car breaks yeah. down, I go to a mechanic. Uh, when I'm dead, I go to Stan and Stu and Sons Crematory. Um, mm. Right. Call mm-hmm. a plumber when your That's pipes right. are burst. Come on, you get, Come on down. You get what I'm getting at. So when you get uneven, crooked teeth and you want to get them fixed, you see an orthodontist. That's just how it works. They're specialists. And that's what sets Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners above the rest. Hell yeah, we're talking about Candid. So, will poorly review or insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists? Candid only works for orthodontists. Uh, And with Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish. You never have to wonder how you're doing. Constant check-in. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. That's what they are. Uh, You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The average Candid treatment is just six months long, and you'll start seeing results way before then. It costs thousands less than traditional braces. Uh, And with your liner treatment, you can get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Let's be honest, as an adult you wouldn't get traditional braces because it would look weird. But these aligners, they're clear and you can rock them. No one will even really know, in my opinion. Plus, you get the teeth whitening. Plus, you get North and Honest all day. Uh, So get on Candid, guys. They can help you get straighter teeth, brighter smile, the one you've always wanted. Right now, you can save 75 bucks on your Candid starter kit. That's pretty good. That's quite a value uh, when you get started from home or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you. And to do that, you would go to CandidCO.com dot com slash hard factor that's one word hard factor uh, and then use the code hard factor um, so that's candidco.com slash hard factor code hard factor take advantage of this limited time offer to save 75 bucks in your starter kit candidco.com slash hard factor code hard factor nice. mm-hmm. my uh my son's mom once dated a guy who had um like traditional braces at the age of like 40 whatever that guy what a weirdo um, <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> You got to get candid. Yeah, yeah he did. It's, it's clear in six months, <laughs> like dude. like a fucking seventh grader when he's 40. He's ridiculous. Yeah. The minute I shook oh, that guy's yeah. hand, I, I, I'm pretty sure I turned to Wes and I said, this guy's not sticking along, around long. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't worry about this guy, Wes. <laughs> no. Braces? No. Nah. It, it's always funny when you meet some, a, a full-grown adult and you've known them for a while and they just all of a sudden show up with braces. Oh, it's yeah. insane. It's a, it's it's a crazy move moments. with traditional braces. <laughs> Unless they're a porn star, it makes no sense. I found, uh, yeah. I found a picture of Stu. That's a business all the time. Yeah. I found a picture of Stu from Stu and Stance. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's Uncle Fester. It's a lot like Uncle Fester. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. It's time for the TikTok International Moment. That's right. It is time. And uh, it's Friday. Okay, so uh, we have a Florida uh, story for you. This time, a Florida woman story. Then we have two beach stories. First, with some heifers on a beach in Corsica, and then in France for some nude sunbathing issues that they're having over there. So, first, it is Friday. So, Florida, we go where a woman by the name of Hannah Frith. And let me just pull a picture of you guys. There she is, and as you can see, she's got a little jumpsuit. The, the face matches the last name. That's she's six riff. feet tall and has a huge frame. Oh, she's sick. Oh, oh, my God. I didn't realize she she's is six feet tall. Yeah. She's six feet tall. She's got the she's, half head shave thing going. She's pushing a new bills. wave haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is an intimidating lady. Yeah. So she's frithel. 
Knocked She's out. 33 from Panama City. She was arrested Wednesday and booked, just booked solid uh, for grand theft and scheming uh, to defraud her employer by essentially faking sick. So according to the Panama City News Herald, Frith began providing her employer with forged doctor's notes back in March of 2020, claiming various medical conditions that prevented her from working in an office environment um, and only allowed her to work from home on a limited basis. So, you know, she's she's living the sweet life, not going into the office, just providing these faked forged doctor's notes. And after over the next 15 months, she developed a plethora of ailments that kept getting worse um, from high risk pregnancy, a shunt in her brain, two emergency surgeries, a cesarean section birth and worst of all, pregnancy with twins. All fake, Whoa. all forged, all of which allowed her to rack up $17,000 in paid leave and other benefits. Get well soon, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it was good, good play by her. How'd she get all these yeah. fake documents? Uh, the, the people that she worked with are morons, I guess. So, Boy, I <laughs> hope the twins are healthy. Frisk's been on the men for <laughs> yeah, a while. Got that brain. <laughs> Crazy how she had three kids during COVID. Right. Yeah. yeah. 15 <laughs> months. has a shunt. Yeah, a shunt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's... You think those kids are going to be okay? She's got a yeah. shunt. Is he, wait, is her name Shunt or Frith? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's actually a, a, the brilliant play here is that she used shunt. Like, no one ever suspects a shunt as a, yeah. uh, as a, no as a fake. No one's ever faked. No. Yeah, no one's ever faked. No one's ever faked the, the shunt. fuck a shunt is, bro. Right, exactly. Right? I don't even know what it is. I know it's like, I think it like helps drain blood in the brain or something. I'm not sure. Um, huh. So worst of all, this article states, while Frith was out of work, she exhausted all of the paid leave provided by her employer so Frith's co-workers then donated their paid leave to help her out, and um, oh, no. the employer provided additional benefits. So um, That's amazing. Yeah. She got it. She, she was living the highlights. So finally, someone with some balls spoke up and was like, this bitch is lying. Um, so they called some of the agencies she claimed to have been treated at. And guess what? Never heard of her. Uh, Hannah, who they said. And the jig was up and they alerted authorities. Um, yeah. Do you think it was one of those... Um, Oh, you don't need to do that. Situations when she heard that the other employees were doing because donating their yes. their pay. This sounds like she a woman knows. who has a who has a pathological lying problem. Yes. The, so, like, really, the the road should have forked when people were giving them her their paid yeah. leave. Like that's when right. Yeah. She 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 did probably pat the point. shark. Oh no, that's that not. You don't need to do deep. that. Really, it's fine. No, we yeah. insist. Yeah. Shunt. She right. was in deep. She was like the shunt was too good. Yeah. I know. I shouldn't have used the shunt. Yeah, shunt that was too yeah. good. The coworkers <laughs> like, I've never even heard of a shunt. What's a shunt? Yeah. We gotta give her all of our days. Mm-hmm. Sounds bad. Did you hear? She has a. Sh- we're taking up a collection. She has a shunt. <laughs> Should have gone with shin splits. Yeah. It's so random. It's so believable. What a great move. <laughs> so I got gas. Shunt. I meant to, I meant to say I have gas. Yeah. <laughs> shunt. Yeah. It worked too it good worked though. Too I good. just looked yeah. it up. It was what Wes said. They like put a tube inside your head and they drain like hemorrhaging blood yeah. out of your brain. So was yeah. she like yeah. wearing bandages <laughs> on her? Hey, what was her job again? I had no idea what her job was, but it wasn't. It was like complex look, math or aircraft no, or tra- man, air look, traffic control. Look at this woman. Oh, look at her hair. Do, you, do the hair. Do you think she, 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 she shaved she, for the she shunt? got that for the shunt? Probably. She yeah. shaved that for the oh, fucking for the shunt. Maybe. It's yeah. not that she's in like shit. flock of seagulls. Oh, shunt shave, yeah. <laughs> Good for her. I, I like her. Wow. I like her. I like the shunt move. Um, yeah, yeah so but how, how many years did she get? Pff, I don't know. She's they so just tall. booked her there. They're, the charges are like fraud. They haven't. They haven't. Uh, they haven't uh, decided on She's her. Get on her. Time. Yeah, the trial has not yet come. So, could you imagine Frith and heels? What a sight! Oh, <laughs> good lord. 
I love how she's got like the traditional like black and white stripe too. It's like jail suit, just amazing. Um, That's an all time mugshot. What a yeah. what a frown yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, all right, and the fact that she's just a towering six foot woman is amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right, let's go to. Uh... <laughs> she's got the same dimensions as Wes. Give me some of your paid yeah. sick leave. She's <laughs> basically Wes. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> 5'11 and, and a half. 5'11 and a half. Just frown. Um, yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Mare a Sol Beach in Cote Chiavari on the French Mediterranean island of Corsica. So if you guys don't know where that is, it's right there by next to Italy, right under France. Mm. It's where Napoleon Pretty. Oh, is it? Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, well, that island is where heifers are taking over uh, a beach there and attacking all the hot chicks in bikinis. It's crazy. Uh, look at all these heifers intimidating this poor hot blonde chick. Unbelievable. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Oh, you guys thought I was body shaming women. No, these are literal. Yes. These are little fat, big <laughs> yes. fat cows on the beach uh, with horns and stuff. I knew yeah, you were the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So Corsica has <laughs> around 15,000 cows just wandering the island, shitting where they please. And about half of them are wild cows and half are owned by people who have no idea where they are at any given time. But they roam free and they often roam on the beach and take up residency there. Um, and then usually uh, are compliant when the hot chicks want to sunbathe. But because of the pandemic and there being less humans, these cows have gotten territorial and no longer so welcoming of humans sharing their beach and are becoming violent. Um, really? Yeah. They wow. put warnings up that say, you know, danger, you know, don't get near the heifers, don't get near the cows. Um, but people aren't listening. One woman who wants to take a picture of them got gored in the face and had to be taken to the hospital because, <laughs> as we all know, heifers don't like their picture to be taken, you know? Um, <laughs> Good point. Yeah. You got me with heifers. I thought, I thought it was like a Frith family vacation in Corsica. No. No. Um, yeah, Corsica is where Napoleon's from, though, so you could understand why the cows More are More Napoleon shit, Will. Yeah. <laughs> he knows everything. Um, and th they've... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they've got Napoleon syndrome, yeah, you know? Yeah. So there, it's just, there's been a number of other gorings on the rise on this island. Uh, a 70-year-old man or woman was gored. Um, one theory from the article Jeez. states that part of the problem might stem from a change in the EU agriculture policy, um, being that recent subsidy changes favoring the ownership of cattle meant that many farmers went immediately out to buy some. Uh, so they're fucking everywhere. So, so they just leave them. They're like, I own a cow. So yeah. now I get tax breaks. Yeah, you get tax break. It might be, it might be <laughs> the EU's... Uh, Building the confidence of a heifer program where they, they coddle the heifers. <laughs> they coddle yeah. those heifers. They whisper sweet nothings yeah. into their ears. Yeah, so go do what you want. Be careful. Those heifers uh, on Corsica are not nice, especially if you're a hot chick with a camera. Um, and finally, let's go to France, where something very tragic is happening on the beaches there, guys. And, and You're staying in France. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going. Well, yeah. Mainland, yeah, mainland France. Yeah, mainland the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, where. Uh, and finally, let's go to France, where something very tragic is happening on the beaches there. That being that the famous nude beaches in France, you know, the ones with uh, like old penises and breasts just glistening in the sun as far as the eye can see. Um, yeah. Like this one. There, there, there you are. That's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. 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 That one. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the old guy. Yeah. He loves it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's so tan. He's oh. so naked all the it's time amazing. on that Dude, beach. That, that <laughs> That guy's wang brushes up against dudes oh. and chicks all the time. Yeah, 
Big hug, big hugger. That's, that guy. That's why he's out there. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, is that a jellyfish? <laughs> no. Yeah. So it, it's for for the man. <laughs> it, it turns out that these beaches are becoming less and less nude by the day as the women there, especially, are becoming. Except that guy. No, yeah, especially that guy. Yeah. Especially the women there over his dead body. are becoming. Um, <laughs> Fearful of taking off their tops because many of the women surveyed said they feared being attacked, harassed, or otherwise violated by perverts while they're topless there. So um, a quick history. This is just now they're figuring this yeah, out? Yeah, though this year especially, I think the pandemic is, is you know, uh, okay. making people a little crazy. So quick history. Topless sunbathing was popularized in the 60s when women said it wasn't fair for men to go in the sun and get their nipples, you know, all tan. So they said, we want some sun in our nips, too. And the men were like, why didn't we think us. of that? You win. Yeah. Great victory, feminism. <laughs> yeah. Well done. So strong yeah, you are. Yeah. Yes, yes, you win. Um, and then some <laughs> morons tried to ban oh, it. you win. Yeah, you win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wouldn't tan your nips. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't. Yeah. I'm glad it's petroleum jelly day. <laughs> <laughs> and then some morons tried to ban it in the 70s. Awful idea that was defeated by like 490, 497 to 3 in the legislature there. So something like that. Not sure the exact number. Anyway, just listen to these jaw-dropping stats. According to the New York Post, just 19% of breasted sunbathers in the country um, now say they feel comfortable removing their tops at the beach compared with 2009, oh, no. where they were 34% said they do, or in 1984, oh, no. 40%. So these things are like the ice, the beaches are like the ice caps. They're just you melting, melting away breasts. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what this is? Oh, no. Yeah. You know what this is? <laughs> it's because, <laughs> Wes, it's because there's so many Ferdinands. There's so many of those guys. Oh. There's so many boomers. Like and, Listen, and they're all just on the nude beach. They're get, the boomers are getting a, a little aggressive, extent. but there's always been yeah, old and they're guys. watching the the young girls, right? And so the old guys, they're they, they, the young people can't handle all these old guys. There's an influx of old nude guys. Well, Ferdinand yeah. was res- respectable or respectful, I should say, in his 40s, but now that he's in his 70s, he's lost it a little no, bit. He'll just grab and you, and he's just swimming up and bumping his cock on everyone. You know, yeah. there's always been giggling though. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I don't think no, I think the boomers are the are are like the Ferdinand like generation. Yeah. Like there's going to be more Ferdinands, boomer Ferdinands than ever before. Yeah. But I mean that's right that's a crazy decrease. 19, I mean that's that's, that's 13% alarming. in what 11 years something like that. Oh, it's oh, that's dead in 25 it's years. Unbelievable. It's over. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh by the way, great term for women I think, breasted like how hey, how's the party? Many breasted people there? Like 10. Oh, women, right? Yeah. That means the yeah, topless. No, that just means that's Instead like a word term for breasted. for like for well, to be included. What if it's a man with yeah, breasts? Yeah, exactly. Like what cuz we could uh, technically yeah. be like a, you right. know, a breasted Or we can body. or we yeah, can yeah. get breasts. Yeah. Ferdinand was breasted yeah. too. Um all all kidding aside, those numbers are staggering, gentlemen. Um according to the New York Post, French I'm going to France. Well, <laughs> you better soon. I can tell you that. Um, yeah. According to New York Post, French. Before it dries up. <laughs> yeah, before it dries yeah. up. What are we even doing here? You, it's like the ice caps. Um, <laughs> the French pollster I, IFOP conducted a survey in conjunction with the World Topless Day, which was apparently yesterday, which includes responses from over 5,000 Europeans, including 1,000 French women. 48% of French ladies, uh, they said physical s- safety was the primary concern. 46% also said they feared yeah, photos man. of their bare chest might have on, on social media. So social media plays a big role in this because it's everywhere. They don't want their nips. People are yeah, spilling, the spilling the beans. They're um, uh, yeah. It's not IFOP. Wes, it's IFAP. It's the uh, organization. I really, I just copied and pasted it. It's IFAP. Okay, whatever it is. Um, FAP, get it? So it's a two-front. It's a two-front. You didn't get it. Yeah. 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 
It's a two front battle. It's the Ferdinands. It's the amount of Ferdinands, and then also the young guys with their phones. Yeah. and then the assholes yes. that are posting. Right, it. assholes yeah. that are posting it. Also, or other chicks that are taking pics. Right, you never know. Yeah. Um, also, half women hid behind the skin cancer as an excuse. They were covering up, saying they didn't want to get yeah. unnecessary That's damage. Bullshit. But the numbers are dropping, so better get to France soon. Um, you know. If you know what's good for you. Can you blame women, though? Like creepy, like uh, uh, no, a I can't. growing number of creepy old <laughs> men and a growing right. number of, of men who are like taking snapping no, photos of their naked completely bodies. warranted to have yeah. this fear. Yeah. They're, you think, they're right. think there's someone out there arguing the counter to that, Will? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, they should feel comfortable. Yeah. Some guys <laughs> at the shore screaming. We're just going to yeah. let them do this. Them. We're just going to let them do this. is definitely against this. He's like, you just you got here 30 minutes ago. You just took your top off. You're leaving already? there's Drones out there just hovering above these women. I mean, it's a mess. So don't mind my drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what. Let me just show you that. There's a nice picture. Okay. Um, nice. Yeah, you guys. That's going away. You know what? Uh, you know what's good to drizzle all over some some big big cows. Full bore barbecue. Oh yeah, it is. and it's proof the American dream is still alive when you have a superior product mixed with unstoppable work ethic. Work ethic. What started with a group of high school friends trying their hand at a local barbecue competition has turned into a company that is trusted everywhere. It is known to make you the star of your backyard. Our uh, their barbecue sauce and rub combinations might as well be peanut butter and jelly. Classic flavors with extra something that puts them over the top. With a wall of trophies and hardware to prove it, over thirty thousand units sold and enjoyed nationwide. In the past year, best damn rubs and sauces you will ever allow to tickle your taste buds. One small business, hard factor, trying to support another full bore barbecue or the other way around. Not really sure how it works. Can be found at almost 300 retail stores. Check website for local information. Please uh, read our story and check out our unique recipes on on the website, too. Rub it in. Follow us on Instagram at full bore BBQ products for fan features and full bore BBQ to see more of their work. We are offering you guys, Hard Factor listeners, 10% off your entire order when you use promo code FACTOR. So stop forcing down that sweet baby raise and support fellow Hard Factor listening listeners mm. by visiting FullBoreBBQProducts.com. This is the official barbecue of Hard Factor. FullBore, like a pig, bar, BBQProducts.com mm. to order yours today. And let's barbecue putting a everything. Looks good. Yeah, Super they're delicious. helping us. We're helping them. Just a couple Ferdinands bumping into each yeah, other at the beach. That's right. Super. <laughs> Spread <laughs> it on. <laughs> Spread it on. Rub <laughs> one out. And I do. I, I, I put this shit on everything. My barbecue yeah. sandwiches have been to die for. Mm-hmm. Ever you since, can, uh, ever could even put it on a uh, Papadillo from Papa John's. Oh, I, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Watch out for Mark's uh, Papadillo review coming soon. Uh, and next up, fellas, it's going to be voicemails and five-star reviews from Apple Pods, but they're brought to us by the short of hashtag FatBoySummer, Bird Dogs. Uh, Bird Dogs are the short with a built-in, silky soft inner liner that makes underwear obsolete. It's a short that will instantly make you feel uh, more free to tackle any situation that you can get in and out and in and out and in and out of again any situation, no matter how sticky or slimy. And then when you get out and pull your pants back up, you don't even need to worry about the boxers because they're built in. Buddy. Right. Built into the shorts. They're so comfortable. comfortable. It kind of feels like you're at a nude beach. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Ferdinand, watch out because we're coming in our bird dogs. Did bird dogs do it again or did bird dogs do it again? Go to birddogs.com. Enter promo code FACTOR 
and they'll throw in a free bird dogs whistle ball. Uh, you remember those Nerf Vortex uh, howler footballs that whistle when you throw them? Mm-hmm. That's yes. the bird dogs. Uh, that's what they're sending you, but they threw a bird dogs logo on it. It's genius. That's birddogs.com, promo code FACTOR, and boom, a free bird dogs whistle ball. Seriously, the most comfortable shorts I've ever worn, and they're appropriate for any situation. You can get wet, you can get dry real fast, and then you can go out to the bar. You look great. So it's just mm-hmm. great partnership. Are, are the Hive loves mm-hmm. them. The Hive loves wearing them. Fantastic. Enjoy your bird dogs on this last weekend of hashtag Fat Oh, well. See you next summer. Bird dogs. I, I forgot. I forgot a funny story about the, uh, the 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 nude beaches. When I was like seventeen, we went mm-hmm. to a, a vacation in Jamaica. Right, my sister was like twelve, and she was riding a jet ski, and it broke down, and it broke down right in front of the uh, like the hedonism island down there. So she had to swim oh, yeah. to the 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 Ferdinand Island to get mm-hmm. to get rescued. Like a twelve year old hedonism girl. is yeah. th- that's the Ferdinand Resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in Jamaica. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 hedonism. I think they shut it down, but yeah, it was, yeah, they had they have naked like beaches the, down there. It was the Ferdinand. I mean, a naked beach and hedonism, two different things. This was a naked beach, but oh, I believe it was called hedonism. Very, they it very was hedonistic. Yeah. They had hedonism beach. and hedonism. They too did in in Jamaica, yeah. yeah, and it's it was Ferdinand yeah. City. Yeah, that was, she got an eyeful. Whoa! Let's hit the five-star reviews first. Uh, sorry to Wes's sister. Um, uh, first up, five stars from Leilu, 5410. They say, keep the good news rolling. Great show. I listen to it every morning on my commute to work. The guys have me hysterically laughing while stuck in traffic. I'm a blue-collar guy and a vet. Uh, thank nice. you for your service. Uh, from the Chicagoland area. So I appreciate the diverse but patriotic taste you guys have on different stories, situations. Pack can get a little goofy on some stories, but I appreciate opposing views, and that's okay because this is America, the best place on earth. Keep that's it right. up. Have a great fucking day. Wow, yeah, thank what a you. phenomenal review. That's right. What a that was awesome. Goof out with me on that. Hard Factor. <laughs> you can get a little goofy, <laughs> Pat. <laughs> Come get goofy with goofy me. Goofy, Pat. <laughs> Whoa, I have an opinion. It's different. Spit, spits, out his, <laughs> spits out his coffee. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> that was goofy. All right. Uh, next next one. Uh, five stars from uh, Steve Jobs Alvere. Um, and it's an, it's an acronym for Steve the Hard Jobs Factor Alive? homies. Um, and H stands for hard hitting news. A stands for absolutely hysterical. R rowdy facial hair. D dreamy men. Space mm-hmm. F fat boy summer. A lot of hot takes. C could use a woman. It hit me up. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, T talented, tasteful, and totally tubular. Uh, original commentary for O R rated five stars. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a creative review. Damn. What a fuck! That's awesome. You. Uh, From a lady, Steve Jobs, Alvier, two bangers to start out with. Sup, sup. Uh, all right, next one. Five stars from Shamed Hawk. They say uh, best best show according to JD Power. Never yeah. miss a show. Where am I sending the car tea too much? Blah ha 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 ha. Think you guys will need somebody to keep the warehouse on Hive Island. Will work for food and beer. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. Potential. Yeah, we're so. gonna need skilled labor. We have a so running job. list. It's an Excel spreadsheet of uh, people to be populating high violence. We will pencil you in for warehouse manager. Shame talk. Yes. You are on there. Warehouse. Uh, also, we're gonna need a few sober quartermaster. People, so is that the specific? We're gonna have term? to like, like, you know, if you're if you're 
sober, you got whatever job you want, pretty much. Because yeah, yeah, you guys, need, need, yeah, you guys yeah. need drivers. Right. No, not on the like island. Captains. Be, well, just like also we're gonna just have, golf cart. We're going to have golf cart situation. Mo- moving people's bodies out of the sun. Yeah, that's you know, good. Yeah. Private sun yeah. movers. Yeah. Someone that like saves people's sun. lives. Medical doctors, too. <laughs> yeah. Two or Any three. Any of those jobs. Sun mover. Yeah. We're, we're going to need a lot of jobs. We got, we're, gonna, we're job creators once we get high value. Also, okay. some scientists, because we don't want to just do nothing down there. You know, like I want to be no, working. Be cool. I mean, want to be working on stuff like McAfee, but with less murder. Oh, we'll be mm-hmm. innovating. But, I like it. Finding yeah. like different types of marine biology. It's called Jewfish Island now, so you know they got a bunch of different types of fish down there. We could we could do marine biology for sure. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Moving on, uh, five stars from Mister Half Incher. Nice name. Uh, hey. Best news pod, and it's not close. Love the pod. Been listening since episode one on Barstool. It's like me and my degenerate friends talking headlines, and it makes the news less depressing. The personalities on here nice. are top tier. Even Pat. Uh, had to take a swipe at him. Love you, Pat. Keep up the great work, boys. And glad you're back, Wesley. P.S. Figured out a new pro move. If I miss a pod in the morning, I watch it on YouTube at night when I'm oh. going to bed. Best way to wake up or go to bed. Listening to you for giggle like schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Half Inches, the man. Right. Just get all goofy. Uh, beautiful. He's pack is so goofy. But not. <laughs> Just goof it out of uh, That's a good idea. Though. I'm gonna have some strange <laughs> takes. If your if your commute's over, that's a good idea. Watch Boy, it's actually, that that sets up one of the voicemails later so well. So you'll you'll hear what I'm talking about. All right, next All right. one. Five stars from Gaylord Fox Two. Uh, Gaylord Strikes Again is the title. Thank you, yeah. Gaylord. Uh, just wanted to give you guys an extra five stars for my work phone Hell as well. Yeah. Keep up the good work for. From all the Merces out there, we love you. Thank you, Gail. Yeah. Thanks, sir. We're definitely yeah. going to need some Merces and some nurses. That's true. Yeah. Gail, you're, hired, you're hired at Hive Island, but Yeah, we've already got two employees on the, on the rolls. Blood pressure Good. every morning. His payroll is getting pretty high, guys. We're going to... I'm just we're, well, we're gonna have to let one of us like, go. again, it's going to be a communism thing, Pat, like, uh, you know, like you like you said, like you to know, hear in, that in honor of you. So really, so we don't have to use dollars. I think that'll be. Yeah, we're like a, we're we'll have like a, like a coin, a token, token, a token, token thing, right? Yeah, Could and like crypto. Do, for doing a good nursing job, nursing job, like you get a, uh, you get rewarded in, in coins. You know, you, yeah, he'll be coins. To, every time you drag a body out of the sun, you get like a thousand coins. I'd recommend rolling deep with banana bags. Uh, yeah, banana bags. There's gonna be a lot of bartering. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, five stars. Green Bay Packer lover. They say cheat on the news. Been listening to the podcast since uh, last year's election cycle because I got Ooh. sick of the mainstream media. Hear that, Green Bay Packer lover. Uh, best decision I've ever made. Decided to send in the car a few months ago on Patreon, and I love it. I'm having trouble accessing all the Discord, though. Uh, his name is Big Bad Benji. I, hopefully, we've got that sorted out. I checked this one. I, I did I did see this review before sometime this weekend when I went um, to the Discord to check it like it was midweek on a like Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, he was sending the car. So let us know. Yeah. yeah. We, I, I, think, I think he, I think he's been taking care. Hopefully of. so. Discord's pretty easy to get. If not, just DM one of us. Uh, and speaking of DMS, he says, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I love seeing members of the Hardo hive on social media. His handles are at Stern Ben and at send Bert send B turn. Yeah. What's your girls? Yeah. Ha. Yeah, Pat only follows it. That's girls. goofy, Pat. You know oh, sorry. It's a little goofy thing I do. <laughs> First thing I do is I check you chick out. And then I'll give you the file make you want it. It's goofy, I know. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, last one. Five stars from JakeBoy737. He says, best big boys. I've been a daily listener since 2018. 
when I was working at a chemical factory. Now they soothed me on my way home from my night shift job making vaccines. Mm, Nice. Uh, Love the broad perspective, bits, and camaraderie from a group of lifelong friends. Keep on sending in the car, boys. Yeah, Jake. I swear to God, I didn't read this ahead of time when I was talking about all that sign stuff on the island. So um, he's in. Yeah, yeah, no, the hive, like literally, we we joked about before, but the hive has so many like diverse, skilled workers. Oh, yeah, like we we could easily set up a society. It's like Jason. Oh, for right? sure, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, we and we would be like, yeah, we'd be badass. We got a lot of we got a lot of cops, a lot of military, a lot of a lot of medical. It's kind of like, dude we're heavy. We're gonna need breeders or women. Well, but we're gonna have good good chefs. I bet we got like we got oh we got tons of chefs. We got yeah. are you kidding? We got truck drivers. We got every fucking important well, person. Also, Pat, you think about this. It's big for the female members of the hive because they're going to hold so much power. I just, I don't, that's going to be a scary dynamic for them. Yeah, we're going to kill each remember other. That nine, remember the story about the 19% t- uh, breasted thing? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll just f- focus on expanding we'll our on female ba- fan base when the island starts. Yeah, slowly. Up. We've gone from like 90 something percent guys to like 85. Yeah, like we're, yeah, we're getting there. It's getting there. Shout out to we're the ladies there. in the hive, by the way. Shout out to the ladies. Love you guys. The ladies. I mean, the best ladies. Love you, um, ladies. <laughs> uh, speaking of the best ladies in the hive, we're about to get to a voicemail from one of them. But first, uh, there was a couple of voicemails that I I couldn't. I, Low Life Louie called in. It was really static. Oh, yeah. I, Louis, I told so him he, it was shit. I sent him a DM. <laughs> but but, uh, but on, on a positive note, uh, despite it being static, I could make out that he loved his first time at trivia last week and uh, shout out to trivia nights because, and Michael, because these trivia nights are so fun. Sending the cards here once a month. It's, it's, it's electric. So fun. He, Louis first time last week, loved it. He was also asking us what topics we'd use if we had to filibuster something Strom Thurmond style. He was, uh, he was saying how long Strom Thurmond Hmm. had once filibustered something. Um, And then even though the bill passed right after he was done, it was like 20-something hours. But what topics, or maybe longer, what topics would we use to filibuster? I would, read a, I would read a long book. Like, just start on page one and just read, like, mm. Dune out loud. Yeah. I would, uh, I would do uh, uh, hot tub. I would, like, compare hot tub models and talk mm-hmm. about the importance of water uh, management. And then also move directly from that into UFOs and the possibilities all of those pods. I'd have a lot of videos lined up and I'd, I I would uh, keep replaying them over and over again, like something new, you know, and I just like, like yeah. speaking of a uh, trivia shout out, uh, Nick Nolan, John F um, and uh, father Brian uh, for being on the winning team. The almighty ass two in a row, two in a row for me. Mm. Damn. I just roast people. I would just pick just, you know, just like go one person to person and just, but what would you do, Wes, once they all left the room? Because sometimes yeah, you'd run out of material. Talking, can you just jerk off in there? Just <laughs> if, I think you in Will's it. world you can. Yep, I, if if I if I had my way, you could. But I don't have my way. What about you? Pat? I would I would start masturbating on the yeah. floor. <laughs> I would go. Um, you know, a book series I like a lot is the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But I think it's like nine sure. of them, mm-hmm. and okay. they're easy reads. Seven, it's like a young adult book. So the books is the book is a smart way. Um, Caspian Sea. Oh yeah, uh, I think it's Prince Caspian. Prince Caspian, the Silver Door. They leave you when you filibuster. Like so, like you they, they can. Just yeah, everybody can just walk out basically. 
Into this so, so, so romantic. That's such a Christian ass series, Pat. Yeah, well, I was it's a Christian ass dude growing up. It's so Christian. It was a good series though. And then like the writer of that plus the writer of uh, Lord of the Lord of the Rings. C. S. Like, Lewis, J. R. Tolkien. Yeah, they're they're yeah, buddies. Tolkin, Tolkien crushes C. S. Lewis. I mean, it's a I mean, series. Yeah, apples and potatoes, if you ask me. But yeah, right. One's not good and one's good. Exactly. Well, one. Okay. <laughs> they're both good. Apples both and potatoes, good. both very good. Which one's potato? He's, yeah, they're both good. Uh, oh, the also, the total. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he dominates in sales and movies and all. Okay, but yeah, whatever. Bro, C.S. Uh, Lewis fucks in sales. I'm gonna do a little do a little digging here. So, okay. The Hobbit, though, it's got to be like the best selling book besides like the Bible, right? Like, like one yeah. of the top ten. Um, also, uh, Paul Paul Fart uh, somehow left a, left us a voicemail on Twitter. I don't really know how he did it uh, or how to download it and play it for you. But he asked uh, when someone is described as, quote unquote, half dressed on a crime show, what do we assume that means? Which half? Uh, the the lower half. You think it's always the lower half is undressed? Bottoms, under undies, bottom undies. Half dressed. Half, na- half naked is topless in my mind, yeah. Yeah. I'm with Mark. Yeah. If someone's half naked, she's wearing her undies, but she's right. got her breasts yeah. up. What oh, if they I, said the the assailant was half dressed? I would say that Shirt pants off. off, pants off, pants off. But underwear, no, the assailant. It, it, yeah, I get no, you. the assailant. No, if, this, if the assailant was half dressed, if his dick was out, they would say the assailant yeah. was naked. Right, his pants dick was off. out. And they they would make it known that this guy's a psychopath. Pants right. off. You get a little more descriptive when the when the bottoms are <clears throat> off. Yeah, he's pants. dangling. Yeah. Pants off. All right, yeah. uh, let's hop into the voicemails. First one. Speaking of the Lady Hive members, is from Casey. Nice. Hey, boys, it's Casey. Uh, just calling to say uh, I called my brother last night, the newly retired Master Sergeant Marine Alcorn, and we were talking about uh, what he's going to be doing in his spare time, make a little side cheddar, and uh, maybe doing some like Uber Eats or DoorDash. And how he's going to be crushing some pods. So I told him to look up Hard Factor News. Mm. And while I was in the middle of telling him about the four hosts and their uh, different little personalities and quirks, he was like, oh, cheat on the news. And I was like, hell yeah, man, cheat on the news. So you may have just gained an awesome listener. Uh, Ryan, if you're listening in the gym Friday morning or whatever, uh, I love you. And congrats on your retirement. I hope you're enjoying uh, being with your little girl all the time now. And um, also, Mark, keep up the sick jokes because he loves those. Wes, the dark stories, keep him rolling. Will, I hope you get fired up. He could definitely um, get on board with you with some of this the stuff that gets you hot. Say goofy. And Pat, I don't really know how he's going to take you, but I love you. So I guess that's all that really matters, right? Mm. Uh, anyway, also, side note, uh, thank you, boys, for always giving us some good content uh, day in and day out, especially when it gets heavy like it has been the past few weeks in the news with Afghanistan. Uh, to all the guys in the Discord chat, like uh, Lombard Trucking, Big Fudge, and Baby Mama Kate, all those who have been or are there now thinking of you, praying for you. Um, and uh, anyway, just... Just thank you for all that you do. And thank you, Hard Factor Boys. If you want to send in the car for a Marine uh, who loves Die Hard, I think he would love that. All right, boys, have a great fucking weekend. Bye. Hell yeah, Casey. And your wish is our command. Here it is. Send in the car. 
Casey mm. really sent in the car that that voicemail. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, I hope he takes me gently. However, he takes me. <laughs> new, uh, new. Just an announcement. You, everyone noticed how you know beautiful Casey's voice was there. Uh, mm. That's because that was a voice memo that she emailed to us, and you can do the same at hardfactorvoicemail at gmail dot com. So the length on that one, Will? Yeah. So I'm confused. How do I? How do I? How do I do it? So I, I, how do I do a voice memo? Like if I want to leave, you, if I want to leave us a voice memo, what don't tell us. Huh? You just I, go, you go into your phone and hit voice record memo, voice and memo. then you email oh, it yeah. to hardfactorvoicemail oh, at gmail.com. Oh, you do voice com. memos on your phone. Yeah, yes. then, you, then you send it like an email. Yeah. Oh, like That's note why it's so clear. Note to self. That's exactly how it's done. All right. As Pat pointed out, that was a long voicemail, and we've got 13 to get through. So let's keep going. Here we go. Next one is Harry from Purdue. What's up, fellas? This fucking yams, you feel me? <laughs> My fucking fifth year college, just semester, you know what I mean? Fucking <laughs> big. Started watching you guys like six months ago. And I fucking honestly hated you. Like, I hate you, Pat. Like, I fucking hated you. Mm. And then, like, you weren't on some episodes, and I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. I fucking miss Pat. Yeah. Like, sorry. She's like, I just need that motherfucker there, you know? Like, fuck. So, like, and then, like, when you guys be doing, like, that dad laughing shit, we like, be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Like, that's the shit my dad be doing with his brothers. Like, that shit cracks me the fuck up. I'll be losing my fucking mind at that. Like, I love that shit. Like, that's my favorite shit in the whole world. Like, I'll be laughing at that every day. Like, I wake up. First thing I do is my heart factor news. Fucking love you guys. Gang shit. Keep grinding. Smoke hell kush because that's what I do. Yeah. Good shit. Peace. Peace. Harry from that. Purdue is the man. Smoke uh. kush, get laid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows what's up. Harry. I don't know what I did to Harry, but Harry, you'll be proud to know I just got my medical marijuana card from the state of New Jersey. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, he loves you now. Ooh, it's on right. over here. No, I mean it sounds like it sounds like by taking a show or two off, you totally redeemed yourself in Harry's eyes. Yeah, he needs, he needs those goofy takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, this is uh, Tony. Tony, hey guys, Tony from Pennsylvania here. I got two things for you. So first, I want to know if you guys prefer hot coffee or iced coffee. During the summertime, people probably tend to go iced coffee, but I'm more of a hot coffee drinker myself. Then second thing, this is for Pat. Why don't you start your own show called like Lib Hour with Pat? Because last week you said that you hold back on your liberal views. But I I know I'd be interested in hearing you talk about whatever. So I'm sure other people would be as well. And also, guys, join the fucking Patreon. It's five, ten bucks a month or just minimum. You get so much extra stuff. You get access to Discord extra shows it's worth it but anyways have a great fucking day guys see ya yeah tony all right tony another crystal clear voice memo sent in through email that oh, was that you was can really tell clear. can't you you really it's really clear uh pat what are your thoughts on uh live hour with pat or would you would you how, what's the marketing you'd go with for for a solo hour um come get goofy with me <laughs> <laughs> just goofing down goofy takes goofy subjects goofy guests <laughs> 
<laughs> you could a bunch of bells and whistles on there and like horns and have some sort of balls <laughs> just the logo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a morning traffic show. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I could do a full hour uh often. Um once no. a month's good. Just yeah, say I could do one pack. once a month, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll Let's get we'll it. See. Let's get on it. Live hour. It'd be nice. I'm sure. I'm sure people would love it. Uh, the but what? But what about the coffee, fellas? Ice oh, coffee. I haven't had a hot, hot coffee, coffee in six years. You you drink only iced coffees exclusively? Wow. I'm an, I, I'm an I like espresso both. guy. I like them both. Um, I am. Yeah. Ninety percent hot. I'll get like yeah, a yeah. one of those like uh, nitro brews from uh, Starbucks every now and again. But ninety percent hot. Like today, when at three p.m., got a hot latte. It's whatever's uh, most convenient for me at the time. But uh, yeah, I'll drink I'll drink a hot coffee at eight eight nine p.m. I'll drink a cold yeah. brew. I'm all espresso espresso, so I'm just all hot. So Pat, what do you get if you only drink iced coffee? When I do it at home, I wake up in the morning, I make Kate her coffee, and then I pull a double uh Keurig, and then I let it sit there, mm. uh, and then I'll put it in the freezer. Um, but I drink a black iced coffee, and then like in the morning mm. to get the baby yeah. out of the house, okay, so and get some writing done. I walk to the coffee shop and have a little chat with the barista. Have a nice Get coffee. goofy with them, talking liberal shit. We talk babies. <laughs> do, like, do a little goofy. You know? I just like cold brews myself. <laughs> no, I, but I, I do love a good iced coffee. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not against it. I just uh, do you I, not. I, yeah, I'll drink. No, I'll, I'll drink them. I just, I just prefer hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's what you're used to. All right, uh, next one, and uh, this is a big time follow up, guys, from last week. This is this will kick off the the follow ups. So you'll see what I'm talking about. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, Takes by Trev here. I guess I just wanted to clear the air between uh, me and Mark. Uh, I do apologize. Uh, that did get a little mean last week. Uh, I, uh, You guys are at your best when uh, you get super pissed off at something and just go on a rant. And so I guess I did accomplish that because you went after me pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, you boys keep it up. And... Uh, yeah, hope you don't hate me, Mark. Love you guys. Have a great fucking day. <laughs> hey, Trev, how that how that flat tire taste, bud? Yeah. <laughs> so explain that to me because yeah. I, I kind of I, I'm pretty sure if I remember Mark's r- very long rant that he said something along the lines of Trev hope, should get a I, flat I, I tire. I hope you get a flat tire today, Trev. And then he, he posted to social did. media. Hmm. That's sick, bro. So, I mean, you can call in and rank if you want, but um, I'm going to send that flat tire energy to any one of you that wants the smoke. Yeah, I think that Trev uh, did you a favor by proving that you're like a voodoo witch. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. (laughs) So, so so Trev literally lent his car, his his truck or his car, his truck to his wife the next day and the tire got popped. Yep. The tire is going to die soon. Go ahead. Call in and talk shit. That's crazy. You're all good, Trev. Though, Mark yeah, we're we're fine now, Trev. After that flat tire, we're good. <laughs> it will really upset Mark, so, so yeah. just don't. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, next one. There's more about Trev coming up, though. Next okay. one. It's, this is Kyle from Virginia. Hey, what up, boys? This is Kyle from Virginia. I uh, I used to live in Arlington for one year. Nice. Um, fuck that place. I hate DC. I hate Nova. <laughs> Um, love that boathouse though. That's my crew. Okay. Anyways, just got done listening to the voicemail section from this Friday show, and now I'm on my lunch break. I just gotta say, dude, fuck Trav. That guy <laughs> fucking sucks. He's 
He, he just sucks so much. Mark, you're the man. You got too many cats, but that's all good. Pat, agreed, agreed. you won me over. I used to not like you, but your takes are consistent. And I think you got a strong base, too. Will, Thanks, bro. obviously have a strong base. You're the man. Love your voice. And Wes, God, I love your takes the most. You have the best, most under the radar, always get me to laugh out loud. My coworkers look at me weird, kind of joke. Um, but anyways, stay, staying down here in Virginia. Love this place. Texas too hot. Uh, hail to the football team. Let's go Hokies. Talk to y'all later. Hokies. Mm. Nice. Go Hokies. Mm. Throwing two up, two down. Go Hokies. So which, parts, which part of VA does he doesn't like Arlington or Nova, but he likes other he parts? He said of something in Northern I don't know where he's at. it? What did I do? I mean, like, I don't. I'm. I've been pretty much the same guy. So I think. I think since day one, <laughs> everyone keeps telling me they. I thought I was doing good work for the last three years. Everyone's like, "Yeah, you won me over." I'm like, "What? Oh, okay, you have yeah, it's your, an it's acquired just, taste." It's 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 I'm like blue cheese. Right? It's all that goofy it's the, liberal. It's yeah. the liberal slant. Like I was yeah. I was I was writing it in earlier. Like the. When I, I have no agenda on the show. I don't care what, you know, if you're left or right, if you're tall, if you're what color you are, what religion you are, what your belief systems are. We're just trying to make people laugh. And I think that sometimes you just you just lean so far left that, like, it probably really, really turns on the left and it really turns off the right. And so that's I think that's kind of what what that is. You uh, say it gets left horny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> don't tell Pat that. Hmm. Well, the liberal hours aren't even called for. They always come around on Pat. Yeah, but the fact is your humor is very strong, so they eventually get over the fact that you chat on their, you know, belief system or whatever. Well, you know, sometimes think, growth is hard. Yeah. I think Harry from <laughs> Purdue summed it up best, Pat. Like at first he was upset, but then he really missed your ass, you know? Hey man. Smoke Kush. Smoke every Kush day. Every day. Yeah, so I mean I think I thought that summed it up pretty damn good. Okay. Uh let's 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 uh let's move it along. Well, thanks, to... Kyle, for putting me number at uh, number one. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, stop he ranking. did do he did do a ranking <laughs> stop though. Ranking Kyle Kyle yes. did do a ranking right after he was <laughs> telling off. All right. Hey, Kyle's on thin ice. I'm 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 this close to threatening something on him. All right. Um next what's up your, is uh, what's your favorite trinket at the house bud <laughs> don't you rank shattered. us unless mark's top two yeah, yeah, yeah. no don't rank us period <laughs> i don't want to be top one or top don't just don't rank us it's not about being top oh, one fuck. just don't rank us it's uh, nice when you're one though let me yeah. tell you <laughs> I, bet. I bet it is yeah. all right uh next one is from nc mardo Word up, motherfuckers. NC Mardo over here. Been a long time since I called in. Uh, you guys are still doing it awesome like you always do, so there's no need to call and complain. I am calling, though, however, with a correction. Okay. Uh, that feel-good story about the Polish silver medalist that donated her medal to save a little Polish boy and get heart surgery and all. Um, the correct pronunciation of the grocery store is Zabka. Uh, in the Polish language, the Z with a little dot on top of it makes the Z sound. Uh, you guys being American, obviously, you know, you can't say it properly, but uh, me being of Polakish descent, uh, that's the way you say it. Zapka. So good story. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, peace. Jaka. Like Freira Jaka. Freira Jaka, right? All right. It, he also, he called in and left a second one real, real quick. And, um, he said that it's, it means little frogs. 
That's the, the translation. It's like you're saying latka, like latkas, but you're drunk. Like latka, zaka, zaka. Why did he think you could say that? Yeah. That's a pretty easy. Yeah. One. Jaka. You guys have heard the song Frere Jaka, right? Yeah. Frere Jaka, Frere Jaka. There you go. Dormez. Use that French. Uh, I forget this part. Okay, oh, next man. one is Colin. Colin Shere California. Do you, do you remember it? No, I didn't. I didn't. It's like you know the French Dude, that's like a song. I don't. That doesn't mean I remember it. Come on, ride my pony. I'm I'm out of practice with my French. I'll I'll admit that it's fallen. I don't know if I can really do it these days. Okay, uh, Colin, up next. Colin from California. Um, you'll hear what he has to say. Boys, Colin from California. So uh, I decided to call in and rank everyone in the show, and I think that you all tied with being super fucking handsome and super fucking badass, and definitely Thank guys you. I want to crush beers with. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Another yes. thing, too, uh, I wanted to point out back with my kangaroo thing, I was talking about hand-to-hand combat. So if a kangaroo, if you get close up on a fucking kangaroo and you don't let it use its legs and you're not close up on it, like you can easily fuck up a kangaroo, dude. Like I watched a guy on a couple videos, like fucking just punch a kangaroo for like trying to hug his dog and shit. <laughs> but you can't fuck like, like kangaroo can easily get fucked up. And I guarantee I'm currently pre-gaming for fucking, uh, trivia night tonight. Let's fucking go. Hopefully I can be Mr. Irrelevant, but, uh, yeah, but I could easily fuck up a kangaroo. It'd be fucking easy. <laughs> Colin's just, Colin's watching videos being like, I could fuck up a kangaroo, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, beating up the kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, look at how easy Six it would be. Six years deep getting mad. <laughs> what if you went to a zoo with Colin and all of a sudden he's just getting taken out in cuffs? <laughs> look at this cocky ass kangaroo yeah. walking <laughs> around like I can't kick its ass. That might be that his kangaroo. go-to pre-gaming move, though. Just watching kangaroo videos and thinking yeah. about how you could jack him up. Yeah, I, yeah, I do bad, want his YouTube feed. <laughs> yes, dude. Colin's YouTube feed is probably awesome. Oh yeah, I bet it's very entertaining. He's yeah, sending you, it all the time, Colin. Just send us your list so we can watch those videos right. too, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next one uh, from Chase. What's up, guys? This is Chase in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm here at work, and I just saw that. Shikari Richardson just got ninth in the pre-Fontaine Classic. Oh, I guess gosh. you could say she's probably enjoyed her cup of coffee in the big time. <laughs> All right. Have a great oh, fucking day. Shit. All right, Chase. Yeah, I mean, okay, you got me. You got me. You got me, Chase. Also, Shikari, let's say her name correctly, even though, you know, she's she, she, right. right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. I think she'll bounce back. She's young. And I'm going to stick with her. She's a pothead. Can't do worse she's than from, last. She's from you, LSU. No one's ever come back from 10th, man. Yeah. Well, she was. Well, a, she, she, ran six, she ran the six. She ran. Only nine. She not, ninth, only nine. Yeah. She was nine last out eight. of nine. Okay. Nine Ooh. out of nine. But she ran the six fastest 100 of all time for a woman already in her life. And she's yeah, only like 21. Probably, wind, probably wind dated. Yeah. Okay. There was something helping her. Yeah. Fast track. Clearly, she's not that fast. No. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she is getting yeah fast tracked to the loser circle. No. Okay. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait. All right. Now I'm sticking with Shakari forever. You guys <laughs> never knocking me off this one now. Um. Yeah. Call in all you want, Chase. Fast track to retirement. Yeah, all right. Here we go. That'll be fun rooting for Shakari. To- yeah. Yeah. We'll be. I'll be smoking. <laughs> smoking that blunts. That won't be disappointing at all. <laughs> Why do you like this one? She smokes weed too. <laughs> she always loses, but she gets high <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. It's been bad week for her. Like even LSU guys were like we're like dogging on her online. It's just yeah. it's tough. It's a tough time for Shakari. She's gonna bounce back though. I'm with her. Sixth um, is acceptable. 
Yeah, fifth, maybe. Okay, sure. Eighth, even. Guys, she was thinking about other stuff. Okay, it's time for the, mm-hmm. for the next one. Let's move on from Shakiri. Okay. What's up, guys? This is uh, Matt out in Vermont. Uh, I just listened to one episode. Uh, it was pretty fucking funny. Anyway. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> listen, so I have a Tinder, right? And on my Tinder bio, it says, if you don't look like your pictures, then you're buying me drinks until you do. And Ooh, awesome. a lot of girls call me out. They think I'm a douchebag for saying that. But yes, I mean, essentially, a lot of these girls are catfishing in a sense because, I mean, I've had girls show up on dates, whether, you know, they use pictures from like five to seven years ago or they show up, you know, like like 60 pounds every year. Um, I think it's fucked up on their part. And I, I personally don't think I'm a douche. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> and uh, let me know what you think. Of course Thanks. not. Absolutely, dude. That's that's totally fair game. That's that's totally fair game. I don't think you're a douche either, man. No, that's Uh, funny. I don't. It's a hilarious move. Yeah, Yeah. I bet. I bet it gets you laid. That one line, I bet, gets you laid more. Oh, they know you're funny right off the bat. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. It's what do you do when they get there, though? Do you ever like actually implement the policy? Because it's like you owe me a drink. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's undoubtedly a great joke. There's no yeah. doubt about that. You might want to put like, yeah. and then I'll drive home late or take a cab home or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On there. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, it's funny. He knows his numbers. How's it working? You know what I mean? We don't know enough about. It sounds like it's working. All right, based based yeah. on that pickup line, you're not a douche. But right. No, for sure. It also sounds like it's working. All right. Because he's kept it in the, the profile. Yes. Right. If it wasn't working, he would have removed it long ago. Listen to a show the other day. It was pretty funny. Right, yeah, <laughs> there's such no other information. <laughs> He's just a voicemail guy. He's like, I'm yeah. trying to find pods with voicemail. You're such a douche. Let me suck that douchey dick. That's that's what's happened oh, wow. with him a lot. That does Wes, happen. Wes really liked the pickup line. No, I'm just saying that's what happens a lot. Yeah. Wes knows it's working. Wes, yeah. Wes loves the bad boys. Wes knows what? the game. He knows. Well, yeah. I mean, what do they yeah. say? Uh, treat him like uh, treat him like dirt. They'll stick you like mud. That's right. right. That's the term. That's what he's working with. It's horrible. Uh, that's what they say, though. Um, uh, next one. Here we go. What's up, Hard Factor boys? Dallas Dave here to talk Leeds United. Mm. Leeds finally got off the schneid, got our first point with a home draw against Everton. Looks like we could have potentially gotten the three points at the end with a couple opportunities, but we'll take the point. This weekend, we have Burnley, 8 Central, 9 a.m. Eastern for Patrick. 6 a.m. Pacific. Uh, this is a game we won 4 nothing in the spring, and i like us to win again. Uh, okay. Yes. It's time for Leeds to get their first win in the Premier League. A good bit of news, we got our first win in the League Cup, also referred to as the Carabao Cup. I saw that. Earlier this week against a lower division opponent. Scored three goals in the last 20 minutes, so mm. the boys are feeling good. Calvin Phillips is back. Marcelo Bielsa has the boys humming, and it's time for a win. Three points. Let's go. Have a great fucking day and MOT. Oh, and a bit of um, education for West there. The, the Premier League is about nine months long from mm. mid-August to mid-May. Each team plays each other home and away, so that's 38 games. When you sprinkle in the cup competitions, it's a guaranteed 40 games total, potentially more. Um, Damn. So let's go. Let's go, White. MOT. Sweet. Fuck Thank you. Yeah. So the league is nine months out of 12. Wow. Yeah. Dude. I love that. That's great. 
I love Dallas Dave. Also got my new Leeds jersey in Dallas Dave. Check out youtube.com slash hard factor news. Got the 2021 kit. It's looking nice. That is Mm. nice. Uh, Yeah, I think he's right. Now, that's an interesting one for our over that we talked about. I don't know if that over hits. Oh, because of Burnley, because Leeds might not give up a goal. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like Leeds gives up so many goals. Like, I'm just going to I'm just going to hit the over every week on them. Uh, because like regardless, yeah. And then whenever Dallas Dave is ultra confident in a three points, then I'm gonna go for the money okay. line as well. Like he said, so there's 38 games. We'll call it or whatever. You know, like, um, Will and I were talking. We put out there the just we, we think hit hit the leads over on every game. Just sprinkle like 10 bucks on it every time. They're two it's always two, two and a half goals. Yeah, unless they're playing like some team that's like gonna, like it's a, two and a half is usually the maximum for the over. It's usually. To between one and a half and like maybe three at the absolute maximum you'll ever see half a goal to three usually it's two and a half with a leads game two for two the overs hit because leads defense sucks their goalie sucks and they also press like yeah. maniacs they and we also we also insanely. did well yeah. we did well with that strategy last year i feel like yeah did leads say, over. for sure same thing they yeah. gave up the most yeah. goals last year but they scored like the fifth or sixth most goals they finished in the middle of the pack similar shit's going to happen this year they're going to be one one and one yeah. go for the leads overs most of the times it's not going to hit every time but if you do it every game you're going to win well but if we score four goals against burnley then we're in yeah there you go so nice Four nothing would work football season is so back all footballs european american all of it all right next one what's up boys it's your it's uh truck beefy here i'm just uh listening to yesterday's episode getting the hang of this podcast thing thursday's episode there you go chuck um <laughs> Wes is talking about Rastafarian and then goes on about how religion's dumb, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I, you guys have probably covered this already, so feel free to ignore <laughs> this uh, voicemail if so. But I was just curious on everyone's religion. Um, like, for me personally, grew up Roman Catholic, hmm. sucked, and now I'm my own person, and I realize that organized religion as a whole is literally hindering civilization. And there's nothing wrong if you were religious. You're just hindering civilization. It used to be. It was science. It's done some great things for the advancement of human civilization. But it's time has come. And when are we going to realize we need to just obliterate it? Is my opinion. I'd like to get your guys. That took a dark turn. If you guys haven't covered this already. If you have, fuck it. Have a great fucking day. Peace. Oh, man. Chuck. Chuck. That's a good one, Chuck. Um. Yeah, so I, I think uh, we all grew up, like Pat was talking about a little earlier, like, um, well, I don't know if we all grew up. I grew up in church, for sure, non-denominational. Presbyterian at first, then moved to a non-denominational, uh, like, when I was in, like, middle school. Uh, went to a few church camps. Uh, but, yeah, I don't really go too much now. I've been to church a, a little bit as an adult, but um, as my daughter grows up, could go back some more. Both my families are extremely Catholic, but the Irish and the Italian families, my parents kind of broke the mold for them, uh, to let their kids decide if they wanted to go to church. We said, uh, no, thanks. Uh, never got like baptized or any of that stuff. Um, not super religious into the religion of being uh, a good person and uh, being nice to people. I go by the don't rank uh, people policy, especially if, <laughs> if it's a group of four guys that you listen to every day and you, you probably shouldn't call in and, and, and rank people you think you sit, you claim you like. So that's, that's your that, that type of religion is, is what I uh, is what mm-hmm. I go by. like it. The golden rule. The golden rule. Golden don't rank people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I grew up major Roman Catholic, got confirmed. Uh yeah, my vibe is uh, do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. 
Yeah, be yeah. a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Go to any religions. Be a good person. Whatever. You know how I feel. I was I was baptized Episcopalian, but never went to church. Uh, you know, believe there is a higher power. Don't know what it is. Don't care if you think what your higher power is. Don't care. Right. Just be like you said. Be be a good person. Yeah. Be good to people. People helping people. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, hopefully organized religion doesn't uh, tear the earth to the ground, uh, as Chuck the Beefy predicts. But I think that there's other things, Chuck, as well, besides just religion that adds to you know some of the problems we have. But, you know. There's a flip side to that coin. It, it, right. You know, like, uh, look at it look helps Father people. Brian. He's, well, Father he, Brian's the man. But it's enhancing and, and, and the work lives. he does. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people, religion, it, it, it helps them. It does oh, the absolutely. opposite. I wish I, could, I yeah, wish like, I was super Maybe religious. they'd be out committing crimes or something like that if they weren't religious. And, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a case-by-case scenario, I think, For sure. uh, with religion. Just like with, you know, fucking uh, politicians and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next up is number 12. Here we go. Hey, what's up, boys? Vinny in Texas over here. Uh, just calling to say that I love the program. Love the content you guys distribute. Uh, Barstool hasn't been the same without you. Uh, just want to sh- throw a shout out to my boy, Mark. Mark, you're the man. Don't listen to that fucking idiot from North Dakota, Trev, <laughs> who just clearly doesn't know what fucking good radio is. And yeah, Mark, man, you're the grandson of time without any radios left. You're more likely to get canceled. Maybe keep it between the lines. I'm a fucking pussy. Is there any way I can get Trev? on rough and rowdy and just beat the ever living shit out of him Uh-oh. all right boys yeah. have a great fucking day i got wow. him with the tire guys it's all good we're yeah we're trevor even you don't need yeah. vinny's help okay because no. he's ready to Vinny. throw down no <laughs> listen listen when you think about it trev gave us one of the greatest pieces of content that has gone I down agree. on this show and we're still talking about it so thank you trev is my take well, on that one yeah, yeah, i don't know if i'll go that far attack <laughs> <laughs> At the expense of my mental and physical state. I yeah. love that part. Not the not the expense of your, but just how upset you got. That was, yeah. a, it, it was electrifying. Yeah. It was um, incredible. Yeah. That no, Vinny, thank you for having my back, but it's all good, brother. Mark's Which got it. Mark, trick, Mark's yeah. a voodoo witch, so it turns out. <laughs> doesn't right. need it. Doesn't need anybody's help. Just uh, wish nope. bad things. Learned some things last week. <laughs> 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 Make sure that all five cats are still around, man. Did he sacrifice one. Yeah. For the hex. Like, uh, oh, Cuban voodoo hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. If any of have, you've got it. <laughs> all right. Uh, last voicemail. Last voicemail is a fitting one uh, for this week in this episode. What's up, boys? It's Chris Radonis. I don't know if I'm going <clears> to <throat> make it on to the show for Friday, but just want to let you guys know I appreciate you guys. It's been a rough couple weeks, so I always appreciate the fucking laughs and, and stuff. Probably shouldn't have cursed right there. But, uh, yeah, dude. Oh, no. Yeah, you know, I appreciate the the podcast and the Discord and stuff getting through these past couple weeks and, and everything. Appreciate all you boys do. Hard factor forever, guys. Let's go. Fuck yeah, Chris. Chris, appreciate the man. Appreciate yeah, it. appreciate all you guys. Hell yeah. Um, uh, yeah, appreciate and everybody. Gals. Guys, gals, uh, men and women in uniform, uh, you know, appreciate uh, everything that everybody Uniform. Those uniform. Fir- firm yeah. uniforms. <laughs> Starting <laughs> to squeal. <laughs> Start um. to squeal. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's a tight uniform. And yeah, I hear, I hear you, Chris. I hear you, Chris. That it's, it's been tough. It's been a couple tough couple weeks. I, I think uh, Chris was um, in, in the service before. Um, so especially for people in his boat, 
a tough couple of weeks, but we're going to get through it. You know, America, like we were talking about earlier, uh, we make we make some fucking mistakes, but uh, we're still we're still trying to be the best we can be. Um, and uh, it's a great place to live and we're going to learn from it, and get better. And there's going to be brighter days ahead. Hopefully. That's right. Be uh, nice to people this weekend. Um, try to try to find some good, enjoyable things to do. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like uh, this show has proven the importance of taking a break, getting a breath and laughing, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, even when times are tough. And uh, that's going to do it for Hard Fact this week. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, as Chris said, uh, it's been a tough few days in the news, uh, but that's why we all need to remember to take this time to most importantly, have ourselves a great fucking weekend. See you later, yeah!